Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Third Wheel. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Conway. I'm one of your hosts, Hamish. And today we have a guest with us who I actually only met about 20 minutes ago or so. <laughs> uh, her name's Sneja Sharji. I pronounced that right? Almost so it. close. Close. Oh, I thought I perfected that. Um, okay, I won't go any further. Uh, <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself a bit? Yeah, sure. So my name's Sneja. I think Aaron said Sneja, but it's fine. <laughs> I got nervous. I think that's how Hamish called me as well, right? Yeah, but you didn't tell me when I did it. So. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even clock to be honest. But yeah, it's fine. Five letters, but it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you love you don't budget five letters. But yeah, um, my name's Sneja. I'm studying econ at LSE. And uh, how do I know Hamish? I met him one time one month ago. <laughs> <laughs> At one of our mutual friends' birthday parties, called Tej, and Tej is mad how I've got you. One of your LSE squad members on <laughs> here before I've got you on. So, what, what are you doing, mate? Come on. What are you doing with your life? You better be on next now. After he hears this, <laughs> yeah, he can come. Uh, lose to me at FIFA as well while he's there. Oh, rah. I see him getting tagged in all those FIFA shit memes. Ooh. Yeah, because Ted, Ted loves the shit talk, so. Yeah, he chats the most. I assume he has some good stories on Ted as well, so maybe you could bait him out in a few. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, so you guys have only met once as well. <laughs> yeah. So, we just got yeah. along. It was just like when me and Nish got along, same way. And you've come on a podcast. So that's, I, uh, I was shocked when she said, yeah, she's down to come. I was like, shit. Oh, I'm, I'm like, still down. shocked. Like, right now. <laughs> yeah, why? I'm uh, still in like a daze. Like, yeah. wow, what am I? I'm in. Some random ends. These are special ends. And yeah, yeah. And you're like, I know. Could have understand it if you met anyone else, but you met this guy, so that makes it even weirder. Weirder? Yeah, as in like... Basically, a lot of people don't like me when they meet, meet me, is what you're trying to say. Oh, but, you make a bad first impression. Yeah, I think people just, you know, jump to conclusions about... About your hair? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dead, dead, dead. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you would have met him when he had this hairstyle yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh no, no. I think his clothing style was more interesting to talk oh. about when I met him. Oh. Yeah. Nah. That... Do you want to drop that? Yeah, basically, <laughs> Ted is, Ted, Ted, this is actually I'm going to put this all on Ted. Yeah. Basically, Ted, <laughs> Ted was like, "Man, we're going to some super formal high end bar. Um, yeah, make sure you wear like, make sure yeah you wear to get in. So first of all, no trainers." And he said, um, Hamish, don't train us. Like, like he specifically tried to bait me yeah, out on this. That's yeah. pretty, mm. pretty hard for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore like my, I basically wore my work shoes because I didn't have no smart formal, like kind of <laughs> shoes, if you know what I mean. And then I wore like my Hawaiian, my black Hawaiian shirt, if you remember when I had it in San Francisco. <laughs> and I basically looked like my mom dressed me this night. So I think I just got that questionable look here because. You look like your mom dressed you every night. Right? Oh. <laughs> and she but tells yeah. me, she tells me as well. Yeah, raw. I give her tips. Big man. Turning into a roast The thing is, I can't make. I'm actually can't make a your mom joke to him because, um, his mom is so nice to me, and like since his mom listens to this, I can no longer make your mom jokes. So oh, no. I can't retaliate to these. I just have to take these. Like, you win some, you lose some. I guess. Take the ill. Yeah, but your mom's gonna be giving you a telling off soon. I brought her a gift today. I know she's gonna like it. So by the time she hears this, as well, yeah, when she hears this in a month. But yeah, so that's that's how we met. We met at Tedge's party yep. in a bit disorganized manner and we just got along and then now we're here. Yeah, really random. Yes, how how uh, how do you like rain them? <laughs> <laughs> the library's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I see a graveyard, I'm like, whoa, where am I? 
Wait, do you not have graveyards where you're from? Uh, yeah, but it's not like the first thing I see when I okay. pop out the station. Where are you from? Croydon. Croydon. Okay. Ooh, why? <laughs> what <laughs> no, does that no, mean? No. That's another country, isn't it? Like, what? Are we going there today? Yeah. I just know Hamish just told me a lot of shit about Croydon. Okay, what, what were you saying about Croydon though? It's bare far away. Um, I, we, I already explained this. <laughs> I literally already explained this. It's 17 minute train from Victoria to East Croydon. This is the only argument you have. But it's terrible. it's a fact. It's really not that far from Central. I guess for either of us to travel there, that's like a two hour journey. So yeah. we have to like book an Airbnb, stay there for like the entire <laughs> weekend. If we're do this, like... I'm not even gonna lie. It's just Croydon's transport links are shit. Yeah. Like we just don't have an underground. Yeah, so we, one day maybe you have better transport links. <laughs> you know, Crossroad just completely like forgot about us. It stopped at Tooting and then it was just like, nah. Straight number Tooting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speak. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we could transport ourselves into one of these topics now. So you have uni memories with Tej. Now, since Tej hasn't come on, this is the <laughs> ultimate time to fucking shame him. So, Tej, I'm not sorry for what's about to happen to you. It's, it's something that I don't know is going to be baited out. But yeah, hopefully you can bait something out without offending anyone. <laughs> have you even asked Tej to come on? Yeah. That's what I asked. He, has a, he didn't respond. Okay. Apparently, then that's fair blanked. Right. Yeah, basically, the standard Ted um, was basically either ignoring it or blanking it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to call him out when he sees this in a month from now. He's going to be like, mate, what the fuck? And she hasn't actually told her friends that she was going to be on this. Yeah, I so. said some bullshit like, oh, guys, I'm doing a university presentation on about university life. Do you guys remember any funny kind of stories between us? Yeah. And then like, they asked me, oh, like, uh. So, uh, do we talk about alcohol nights out? Because that's like <laughs> where the funny stuff happens, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, wait, what kind of presentation are you doing? Like, and I was like, um, it's for kind of 17 to 18 year olds. It'll be cash. Don't worry. But when they hear this, they'll be like, oh, yeah. makes sense now. <laughs> I guess you couldn't tell them that you met this creepy guy at a party yeah, exactly. once. And it sounds so mean? dodgy, doesn't it? He's dressed yeah. by his mom. <laughs> if you put it like that. I was just super smart. And then for some reason, one random person decided to trust me. Yeah. Come on, Tom. Very much has been, a, it's been like, not even friends from that university have come onto this yet. Or like, Is it? agreed to come onto this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But we, have, we haven't asked a lot of people, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Vox to select a few. Anyway. <laughs> but then by this episode, like we already have quite a few lined up already. So it's, yeah. not, it's not too deep. That's less than I imagine, mm-hmm. though. Maybe, maybe some more of your LSE squad will come on to maybe oh, either counteract yeah. the stories you say here coming. Yeah, up. to like back themselves. <laughs> or yeah, I, I think I've got a few people in mind that mm-hmm. you guys would get along with. Hey, see, nice. <laughs> Making a bigger network as well. Getting like, actual more friends <laughs> from this. <laughs> oh man, getting them yeah. now. As long as, as long as they're not from Croydon. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm not even gonna, I'm just gonna pretend that you didn't say that and yeah. carry on. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, like funny stories. Uh, It's not really baiting Tej out as much. Oh. It's probably, but he's in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how and why this happened, but basically like, you've met him, um, my friend Kishan. Kish. Yeah, yeah. So it was like his birthday. I don't know. I think we got to the age where like, we don't really, or both of us, like me, Kish, quite a few of us just don't like going out as much anymore for birthdays. So we just do like chill stuff at someone's flat. Like uh, drinks, card games, poker, chilling, talking. And uh, one of the nights we said we had a surprise for Kish. <laughs> so we like blindfolded him and like strapped him onto a chair with his hands in the back and everything. <laughs> and we put on like sexy music in the background. 
It's another stripper incident. Aaron's gonna get triggered here. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is this Flash another rights. story? Yeah? It's already come out, so we'll just. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you should repeat it. Uh, we, we will tell you off, off air. Yeah. Yeah, so like, Chris was under the impression we hired a stripper for him. And then, like, it's actually Tej. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's blindfolded. <laughs> Oh my god. So like Tej is doing all these moves on him and stuff. <laughs> but the funniest thing is as soon as like Tej put his ass on Kish's lap, he's like, raw, this ass is familiar. Is it Tej's ass? <laughs> and he clocks straight away. Like Oh, that, that's a bit there, there's, there's we previous were like, history with that then. No, nah, we were like, no, nah, that is I don't know if that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit dodgy, I'm not gonna lie. We were like, how the hell did he clock so fast that it was and we were just cracked up. And then he was like, no, that's definitely Tedges. <laughs> and then we took the blindfold for him and then everyone was just cracking up. But So I don't know who that's exposing, like Kish yeah. <laughs> or Tej yeah, or both. That's exposing like, both of them. They're like relationship. I don't know. <laughs> so basically, I can't, the thing is, I can't even ask Tej about this. I'm not going to ask Tej about this till after this comes out as well. So <laughs> I'm, the, the next time I meet him, which is hopefully Tuesday, yeah. I have to like keep this in. And it's very tough to sometimes keep things like this in when I just want to like... Get out someone like but you should just drop things in like little hints, hints yeah mm, little yeah. small bombs and then but then uh, i'd expect him to reveal it but he just didn't he didn't reveal the story so i assume there was a good reason why otherwise he usually would tell us i guess some stories like some stories that either big him up or something or like make him look like a really good funny person yeah. i'm just making him look ted look like a dickhead sorry mate <laughs> yeah, no I've, I've i think ted is a good guy i mean no, i'm not as close to him as oh you've met him you, then but yeah i've met him a few oh, times calm then yeah nice I remember like we were actually talking about like the first time we met me and Tej and um, it was at this like econ reception thing because we both do econ and we just we were just talking about we're both Man United fans so we were just talking about okay so we're gonna get along wait are you guys Man U yeah oh so you know about the struggle anyways (laughs) let's not talk talk about now (laughs) no no, (laughs) let's talk about before (laughs) so like we were so we because we're both United fans we started talking about that and then like talking about fantasy football and stuff. And then he was like, raw, you know about football more than me. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, but like, that's how we got along. And like the e-conversation, everyone left and everything. And it was just us two in the room talking about United. <laughs> and then they were like, um, excuse me, the book, um, the booking from this room has ended. Uh, you guys have to vacate the room. And we were like, wow, okay, um, sure. <laughs> Wait, Ted is a United fan. Why do I feel like I don't know? Okay, this? okay. Oh, you, like, I forgot about this. Oh, school friends. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, I forgot to say. He was a United oh, fan. Okay. Do you not remember this? No. He did the most like unspeakable thing. Is he a snake, bro? And snake the team. And now he's a Spurs fan. Nah. Okay. Yeah. He ain't even coming on this podcast. Man. <laughs> he's nah. that guy. I don't even know guys no, like that exist. On, you could just like grill him for it. Like, the Literally. He was like, yeah. Um, How I've always go- been a closet Spurs fan. I just wanted to <laughs> come out. I that, just used that is a head joke. <laughs> Literally, I was, to be fair, judging by that stripping story, he needs to come out in another way as well. Literally, I was done when he said that. I was like, yeah. "You're not doing this to me. You're, You're meant not. to back me. You're my boy. We're like the only United supporters in our like friendship group." And he nah. left me. Now you're just gonna get. Now you're the only one but in the squad game. I'm part. like, I'm literally getting roasted into every yeah. single weekend comps. I just get roasted. Like it's mad. But I'm actually triggered. That's that's actually triggered me. Exactly, like, isn't it the most unspeakable thing? I didn't even know he was a United fan to begin with. Like, that's also slightly triggering as well. No, no, he always talks about football, but he he never ever like mentioned like he was a United fan or anything. Aren't you high school friends? Yeah, and he's never mentioned he's. But isn't that something you just 
kind of know. Yeah. You just know it. That's what I thought, but I never knew. But like, you, clearly, he, you didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> what? He just friends. always talks about it. I guess he always knows about it for the co- conversations at uni. So you can you always have one yeah. topic. But then I never knew that. But I guess we don't also speak about football much at home. Like just whatever else is happening in life. Oh, well. I guess you, you wasn't a very big football fan. No, well, I was too. like maybe up to like year eight, year nine. And then I stopped. And mm-hmm. then I basically got back into at uni after meeting like you lot because... I got along with you lot, but then you lot always started with a football banter. And I started feeling mm. left out, not going to lie, and then I had to start rewatching <laughs> oh. it. Because I was a United fan. I was like, it, it worked because I was a United fan, so yeah, I could yeah, actually yeah. watch it. Yeah. And then I just had to play catch up. Yeah, yeah. I still, that's why, like, in a lot of our football conversations, I'd be like, no, nah, I just don't know this because I've been watching it for X, Y, Z years, whatever. Yes. And now that's how it is. Yeah. Tadge is a stripper. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, tw- that's, that's the conclusion clickbait. that you've arrived <laughs> yeah, yeah, at. That's, that's clickbait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that the episode name? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But like Would you would you ever switch mm-hmm. from Man United to another team? Never, or? never no. me. Never me. Loyalty. You respect that. Like we're clear. I think it used to be Arsenal that were the most loyal fans now. Now I think it's United. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm so done. Yeah. It stresses me out, but we're actually really close to relegation, which is the worst part. Like, do you know how many people like inviting me? To that Facebook events, United relegation party. Ted invited me to that. Pissed me Ted off, was yeah. one. Oh my! I was literally. That's why I never thought he was a United fan because he invited me to that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I had to send him a screenshot because I knew it would trigger him just as much because I'd already been hurt by that invite. I'm so done with all the memes. Actually, depending on when this comes out, I'm actually going to. A match. Going to our next Europa League game, which I think could be around the time this is coming out. So. Ooh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. If you get it wrong, if I you don't. get it wrong. I, didn't uh, like, I have zero expectations now, so... <laughs> yeah, anyway, we, we spoke about this a lot in the last... Well, we've spoken a lot about football, May night in general. We're basically just dodging the topic as much as we can. It's just... I mean, what I'll say is I'm glad my school years were good. <laughs> my school years were very fun, and that's... It was a good period. I guess it's different <laughs> now, maybe for you as well. Like, I, I don't work in an office with loads of people, so... I don't have that kind of rivalry with coworkers or anything. Whereas at school, it was always I came in and like with a chip on my shoulder kind of thing. Like, mm. it's also an American office, so I guess we don't expect as many football. Fans. Yeah, and when I was in America, so, like yeah. nobody mm. understood anyway, so yeah. it was yeah. fine. Because um, I like to give shit to quite a few Liverpool fans, but these days I'm ducking. Like, <laughs> I'm nowhere to be yeah, seen. Like, I swear they're the most annoying fans. <laughs> I've ever met in my life, literally. You just, you just got to say something like, Anson won more Premier League trophies than Steven Gerrard. And then, oh. yeah, that'll shut him up. But like... But I have no other leg to stand on. I could use that one, like, last bullet in the chamber. What, what do I do after yeah, that? I don't know. Like, they they oh, just won the Champions League. They can... Yeah. yeah. But they're... Oh. Let them enjoy it for now. Chat the most. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll be happier if United get relegated more than if we won the Premier League. I'm just like... Right. Off, literally. Uh, that, that just shows they they haven't won the, the Premier League in such a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, should we talk about like being happy? Being happy. How ironic as a United fan. <laughs> <laughs> that that that, that part's thing. <laughs> uh, How to increase your happiness yeah. on a day to day? I guess as don't watch football. <laughs> don't don't watch United. It stresses you out. <laughs> Basically, Kyle always stresses in your life. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. So how would you yeah. say, I guess, we 
um, should remain happy? Because as United fans, it's really tough, as we just... <laughs> so what would you say are key things to gain happy? Because you're obviously still at university, so I assume mm. it's more of a factor maybe for you than for us. Like for, for us these days, it's just like mm. work and work and chill, I guess. Whatever chill is for us now. Isn't that kind of same at university as well? You're working and chilling? Yeah, yeah. I think it's quite a similar lifestyle. It's just a bit more structured with work. Oh, well, some types of work, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to talk about every single study that's out there. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> and go into detail about like statistics or anything. But um, oh, we, we love stats on this program. Oh, is it? <laughs> We've been wrong <laughs> you live for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or as our friend would say, our friend who works with stats, mm. he'd say 99% of stats are fake. So exactly. It's a bit... Uh, if you know the reference, you know the reference. <laughs> <laughs> that if you know, you know. <laughs> if you listen to us. <laughs> oh, I think I know. It's, it's the... I forgot his name, actually. Your first episode, yeah. his friend, right? Yeah, I yeah. see we got a listener here. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to it. I listened to it. One with the dodgy hairline. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I never said anything about the hairline. <laughs> it wasn't even visible. To be fair, we used the really good pictures as well. So like... Yeah. If anything, we did them nice. It's just on the episode I didn't tell you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you mentioned some, what was it? Let's go way back, you ca- like yeah, you your hairline. It. And I was like, whoa. Oh, he, he was gassed over that line. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then I said, I was like, you know, karma's going to hit you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm worried for that one. That <laughs> but um, yeah, so like one of the main, the longest study um, about happiness, I think it's like spans 75 years over like... Um, some Harvard students or something. The main kind of key point that they got from that study was if you want to be happy, make sure your relationships are as satisfied as possible, basically. Not really, it's not as much about wealth. It's not as much about like, I don't know, finding the most fun workplace or most, I don't know, what's the word? <laughs> like Engaging. fulfilling, fulfilling oh, okay. work. Yeah. Um, the main kind of factor for kind of happiness of life, including kind of uh, health as well is maintaining and sustaining really good relationships around you. So that's like friends, mm-hmm. family, and like, I don't know, significant other as well. At university, I can probably agree that your friend group does make your happiness differ, differ a lot because mm. I don't know, like, I feel like, I don't know if, well, how would it have been without the friends groups I had, but mm. I feel like it could have been a lot different, but I'm just glad that I had the friends groups I had at university. Would you say, mm. did you always have your one friends group when you started or did you like, navigate through different friends group to get to the one that you're at or like do you keep mm. in touch with all of them like how does that work for you and which is your favorite one to hang with i assume it's tej's one. Oh no if tej is you the leader. can't drop that because <laughs> <laughs> my other friendship groups will be listening and then it's gonna be beef <laughs> but um i don't know with my uni friends it's really funny story like how we all just became one large group i guess the mi- like i guess the smaller group we all bonded over poker nights <laughs> are you good at poker uh, not anymore. <laughs> Ted is actually quite good, but you can play you, Ted at poker. Yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, Ted. Ted is getting too much airtime on this. Episode. I know. <laughs> I didn't even like plan this shit. <laughs> but yeah, Ted is like he won like the LSE Poker Society thing, and he got bare pee from it. And I was just like, whoa, okay. But um, yeah, he's got well, man's got pee now. Yeah, he's got pee. Yo, Ted. I come into your house. <laughs> so yeah, uh, hit him up <laughs> if you want to learn poker. He's really good. I think I'm like average enough good enough to play with him i guess but yeah that's how we bonded like um there was like initially like five of us and then i don't know it was like from random kind of aspects of uni like um india sock uh tamil sock i'm not tamil but loads of tam in at lsc that in our year the tamil society had a lot of non-tamils 
So I met a few people like that. And then like, we all just started kind of hanging out somehow, like a few of us. And then we all just joined together. But yeah, like back to your point about would I have been, a, been as happy? No, I don't think I would have if I didn't meet these people, even though at the time you don't think like, oh, I'm going to make really long lasting friendships mm-hmm. with these lot. It was just such random coincidences meeting them. Same with like you, I guess. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> such random circumstances, but it's about sustaining them, isn't it? So, Would you say it's been tough to sustain them um, over these years or like, because I assume they've graduated already. So mm, Yeah, definitely. Like it's about working towards people's schedules, isn't it? And adjusting and <laughs> we do stuff like, do you know, I think it's called doodle. So like you have. Oh my days. <laughs> that organized. So we literally do doodles to, for meetups and stuff. That's, that's quite good. To like, I guess it keeps it. You make sure you do meet up exactly. on a regular basis. Yeah. So like we have this thing where um, we emphasize experiences over uh, like physical gifts for birthdays. So we always do some sort of experience for someone's birthday. And like in order to kind of organize that, we do a doodle <laughs> and like make sure we find a day that we can all do. And then like, it's got to the point where everyone knows that something's going to happen <laughs> for your birthday. So it's not really a surprise anymore. But yeah, we go to that extent to like make sure everyone's there for that mm-hmm. birthday, for example. And then we do like, I don't know, annual Christmas or like summer holiday as well. So like some of our friends are lacking family. Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> we put in effort. I'm not even going to lie. Like, but it, if you can't, if you don't do that, then like we just won't see each other as often, mm-hmm. I guess. Like we don't see each other as often as before, but mm-hmm. this is the best we can do right now, isn't it? <laughs> What's like the best experience or that you have been to or some of the best not in any particular order, but like, what's some of your favorite ones that you've not done? Whether it's your birthday or your friend's birthday. Um, best, you know, we've done so many other things. But like, for my, one of my birthday um, presents was, they came down to my ends. Is that <laughs> so, Croydon? Yeah, <laughs> they came Croydon. Because we have a lot of stuff to do on like, around here. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so we got like a board game, board games cafe. And like, it was newly opened that year on my birthday. So, and they know like, I love chilling and stuff and doing board games and stuff. So they were like, okay, I think one friend, I don't know. I was just meant to meet up with one friend somewhere in Croydon. And then they all just happened to be there and surprised me. So yeah, we were just chilling like um, at the board game cafe. And when I saw them, I was like, what the hell? You lot are all here <laughs> in ends. Cause they're like you guys, they par me. <laughs> like I'm mad about how long it is for them to get to Croydon and everything. And then I'm just like, whoa, you lot are here. And then I take them on a tour of the Croydon and then they're like, Croydon's not bad, you know? I wouldn't mind living here. <laughs> so you said it's not bad. It's not bad. Like it's, it's not <laughs> as bad as their expectations. Okay. Obviously they're not going to admit like, oh, it's actually really good. So I love Croydon. <laughs> I'll, take, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Literally, I'll take that. So yeah. Yeah, going back to uh, the study you said, that's quite interesting because I actually had a conversation with mm. a friend recently and I was talking about how what I was like looking for in work and I'd really want to work. I'm not too fussed about my salary. I'd Mm. rather work in like a really nice environment, a really fun place to work. But then she was, she came with the point of view that in her life, the relationships are the most important thing. And she could work in a job, which maybe wasn't the most enjoyable, but was paying more. Mm. So then she would have the money to like spend on relationships and Mm. on her friends and enjoy those moments. Mm Whereas I kind of had the more of the opinion that your workplace, you spend majority of your time probably in the week in the workplace. Exactly, yeah. And you want that to be fun and enjoyable experience, mm. regardless of how much you might be earning. Yep. 
Um, but I guess your study is saying it's kind of the more of the relationship side rather than the workplace. As in like you can have you can have both. relationships like, at work yeah, as well. You can have like, both. So I guess I think relationships at work are just as important. Like your coworkers as well. It, yeah. it probably counts towards your overall happiness as well. If your team's good, <laughs> I'm guessing like if your manager is a decent person, it will make your life a lot easier as well. If you do have a manager. <laughs> yeah. Um so like I think it goes hand in hand, yeah, but it will make your life easier. It's not disregarding that oh, if you don't find yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaningful work and stuff. It's just the thing that differentiates like happy people from very happy people. It's just their relationships, like the quality of their relationships. But I'm not saying money doesn't matter at all. <laughs> like you probably do need like a base yeah. <laughs> salary, like in order to not have, I don't know, it will probably cause more problems and stresses, <laughs> I guess. But given that like everything else is pretty much in place, if your relationships are even like, more flourished, then you're going to be a bit more happier. That's the main kind of gist of that study. And then like some other books, like they pretty much kind of, I've noticed said the same thing, but in different ways. <laughs> so like another one mentioned something called pleasure um, and purpose principle. So pleasure is like stuff that you find fun. So I don't know, I'm guessing you guys find doing this fun. That's why you're doing it. Uh, it's stressful as well. You know? It's stressful. <laughs> so are you probably like derive purpose and pleasure from it then so purpose is like I think this is, meaning i think this is one of the probably the best things that we got going in my life right now not gonna lie yeah yeah because this is fun obviously it comes as like a full-time job but yep. i guess it's worth it to us because yeah i'd rather have my free time going into this right now than mm. not gonna mention it but my job <laughs> <laughs> not gonna mention it but yeah i mean it's pretty obvious though like um but yeah so yeah like this is like something like because we were just chatting shit, but now we're just chatting shit with a microphone in front of us. Like, mm -hmm. And we have to, I guess, be a little bit more sensible as we've learned over the years um, to what we can say on air. But we're still having fun. We're learning, obviously, still new things. We're learning to, I guess, mm. edit, set, set up the equipment in an appropriate way. Mm. And we're also trying to maintain having really good conversations, maybe some meaningful conversations, maybe some fun conversations that mm. make them trying to see if people enjoy it, if people are happy. But... I guess before that, making sure we're at least somewhat happy with ourselves mm -hmm. and happy with what we're putting out yep. because it's not going out until we're happy. So that means what, we're staying up till midnight or something to edit it. We're yeah. staying up till midnight to edit it. Yeah. yeah. And it is cool. So I guess doing this thing, one of the reasons is we are able to build relationships from this. Like mm. I only met you <laughs> yeah. today and relationships that we do have already kind of learn more about mm. the guest we have on. And more about them. So, yeah, I guess that also, yeah, I'd say it's pretty enjoyable what we're doing right now. Yeah. So, like, it's got a good balance, I think, of pleasure or, like, um, yeah. fun mm -hmm. and um, purpose, which is, like, finding meaning in your work. So that's kind of the gist of um, this professor called Paul Dolan. He's a professor at LSE. He's, like, called the, some people call him, like, the happiness professor. And he mentioned, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, like, his principle is called the pleasure purpose principle. So as long as you have both in your life and not just pursuing one, you should be happy. So like, I don't know, if you just seek um, pleasure in the sense of just fun activities, you're always going out drinking, da, da, da. but then um, you have no purpose in your life, for example, finding like meaningful work or something, you're not going to be happy. It's, it's going to be very kind of short-term happiness. <laughs> okay. But if you just pursue the um, purpose side of things, 
So like, I'm only going to work. I'm only going to look after my kids sort of thing. And you have no kind of fun aspect in your life. You're also not going to be happy. It's all about that balance, I guess. Mm -hmm. And what he talks about in his book is like, it's called Happiness by Design. Shout out. (laughs) Um, But um, he talks about like, actually scaling. I don't know if this is a good way. Like, I kind of think it's difficult to put a number on your happiness because it's qualitative. But apparently you can like scale your activities from one to 10. But what you find, what you derive from happiness. So like, okay, doing a podcast from one to 10, how happy do you find it? Oh, you're asking us now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> it depends if we're arguing about something. Like, even if it's like just us being petty, like, no, I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want this kind of advert for like midweek. Whereas I want this kind of advert. I don't want to use this wording. Yeah. But doing it, that one's going on your personal Insta, not the, like our like joint um insta you know like so like generally on average i'd say like this one how happy so, like on a scale like generally mm-hmm. like when you're really happy it's nine to ten obviously when you're pretty happy it's seven to eight. see i think this right now recording it mm. is like the happiest a 10 yeah <laughs> like i mean we're just chilling here we're just talking kind of thing yeah, that's that's his way of complimenting people so but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like when it comes to recording and the not recording, but editing yeah. and oh, deciding, oh, should we put this in social media? Should we cut this out? Mm. Do this? That's a bit like, oh, do you have to do that? Like the admin. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be a lot easier if we can just record mm. and upload and yep. that's it. Seamless. <laughs> but then that's something I hope in the future it can become. A bit better, more routine. Yeah, easier. yeah. Yeah. Or if we have an actual editor or if this paid full time, then that means that we could drop our other jobs and mm. just have like our startup and this and mm. that would that, that be my goal I'm just have on my startup and this mm. um, I'm not sure about you um, but yeah that's as far as I I care right now yeah. <laughs> I don't know what number I'd put on it mm. on the overall it's difficult isn't it I, needed yeah. to match, a number. I, I, I think, think that's my numbers like <laughs> like to scale it like I think we get because obviously things will get easier down the line, we hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess we'll get happier and happier yep. if that came down to it. But, but there's definitely, I guess, no unhappiness coming from this. The most there would be would be tiredness. Because mm. like maybe, like, for example, if I'm coming to his end, like that's a, that's a, a trick. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> I may get home like at one or something, I have to sleep and then we may, be, we may have been recording the next morning or mm-hmm. early next day. So that would be tiredness, but I wouldn't say there's like unhappiness coming from it. Mm. Yep. I think in general, no, only this podcast, but anything... We do. Yeah. You do. Like it's quite hard to put a number, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But in this book he tries to like encourage you to do that. And then according to the stuff, it's just looking at what stuff that you've ranked higher and design your life around that. Like make sure you concentrate on the high numbers instead of the low numbers. And he's like that simple. Like most people just don't realise that they keep repeating the same sort of thing day in, day out. Yeah. And they're not like reflecting on what they're doing on the day-to-day yeah, and then changing up their behaviours according to mm-hmm. where they derive their most happiness from. So like, it's fine like to just derive purpose from one thing like your job and then pleasure from another thing like, I don't know, <laughs> being with friends. But as long as you kind of balance it out and not just continue doing the same kind of low numbers stuff, low numbered stuff all the time, then you should generally increase your happiness over a longer period of time so actually we um when i was in san francisco we had a hackathon Mm. and it was a health hack Mm. so we had to build something that was 
around the area to do with health and stuff like that. It could be pretty loose. And me, Jack Collins and Ellie Burbeck, who are two of my housemates in San Francisco and also on the program, we won the hackathon and we built something called, or we didn't build something, but it was, it was a weekend hackathon. So we just made a prototype mm. and it was an application called Analife. And what that did was kind of, or what the aim of it was to do was to, you've got this app and you basically record everything you do in a day. And mm. sometimes the ideal scenario is that it would also ask you, so you'd go to the gym and then it'd, you get a notification be like, oh, you're at the gym. How do you feel? Mm. And then you'd give like a thumbs up or a thumbs down yep. or something like that. And then throughout the day, you'd be like, oh, I had this for dinner. I'm happy. I had this for dinner. I'm feeling sad. Oh, I met. Some of the examples we use were like, oh, I met my friend, John. I feel bad. Mm. Like, and then over time, it kind of tracks all these. Say you've met your friend, John. Mm. 10 times in the month and each time you met him you felt bad afterwards yep. like cut him out of your life fam essentially like Basically. and then that's yeah that's and then you kind of like keep track it was kind of a habit kind of tracker yeah. see what you're doing and how you felt after each thing yeah and then over months and years that would give you kind of like statistics on yeah stuff that correlated to you feeling good and stuff that correlated to you feeling bad um yeah. is that like i actually use an app very similar to that it's called i don't know if you've heard of it uh daily no. no. So like I'll show you guys now. Okay. <laughs> so it kind of like, we we, yeah. we didn't copy this. We uh ours ours looked a lot better. Yeah, just we did. <laughs> uh, obviously your interface is probably yeah, yeah. ten times more advanced, but <laughs> uh yeah, so like it asks me twice a day. Well I've yeah. put it for twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, like how I felt basically and what activities I did that day. And essentially it gives me the stats kind of monthly, like a monthly chart. And um, about my mood and how I've been. Yeah. And uh, you can also filter it towards each activity and you can literally see where you're happiest according to which activity and cater towards that. But sometimes it's hard to just say like, yeah, I'm going to cut out the thing that's... Yeah. Like it might be work and you're like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> just need I can't quit. just leave. <laughs> like, yeah. But clearly that is at least indicating to you that you're not happy and you should really do something about it. You should be active about it. What was the name steps. of this app again? Dalio, D-A-Y. We'll put it in the description as well. So if anyone wants to look into it. I know, this is competitors to our app. What are you saying? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, do you want to put Analyfe in? No, we we haven't built it. We've got got, like designs, but we haven't done anything with it. No, but yeah, it's really lifestyle design, isn't it? It's like, it's a really good idea, I think, in general. Never thought of it that way, to be fair. Like, I've just kind of just thought, trying to sort myself out financially and then we'll deal with it. And then along the way, Mm. whoever I meet up with is just in my life. Usually having a good time with them, which is nice. But yeah, now this is, a different perspective, which I didn't, but I've never thought of it that way, to be fair. I've always thought about working, mm. being up with friends when, when we can, because ideally I would have liked for us all to be living close by, mm. like uni time. So it'd just be like, say we all just lived in what, uh, an area of London, like l- say we live near London Bridge. I'd ideally want all the people that I normally hang out with Mm-mm. just near London Bridge. So if you want to just, yeah. just you know, walk off. Do you want to pay for us to live there? Then? Well, 15 right. minutes from London Bridge to Croydon. <laughs> so... <laughs> 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 oh yes but can't can it you have some people i know some people who i don't know if i guess it comes both pleasure and purpose but mm. there are some people i just know love grinding yep. i like work just love working 24 7 mm-hmm. and i know that kind of pleasure and purpose in one so it's kind of individual to everyone mm. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like take with a grain of salt, apply it to your yeah. life sort of thing. This is very like general finding. Yeah. But it's even if they're like their jobs, I think boring and mm. like they just seem to love it. And I'm like, okay, mm. fair enough. Yeah. Like it depends on what they think they're going to achieve from the job, I guess. Like yeah. if they think they're going to achieve happiness at the end of it, that's most likely proven that that won't happen in the sense that the expectations normally don't align okay. with the reality of things. So, um, there's another book. <laughs> it's, it's called Happier. Um, I forgot the author's name. But he mentions like these people, they, he calls them rat racers. So people that um, forgo their present happiness for their future happiness. So yeah. like, like I'm sacrificing my now so that I'll be happier in the future. And they're constantly doing that. They're not thinking about their present. Yeah. And he calls happiness the balance between your present happiness and your future happiness. But the rat races only see the future as it happens. And they're like, oh, I need to get there. I need to get there sort of thing. I, I think that's uh, the current state of Manchester United. <laughs> oh <laughs> I think God. right now we're suffering, but in a few years, Eventually. We'll, we'll reap the rewards. When we're coming, climbing back up from championship, yeah. I don't know where we're fucking going. <laughs> hey, no, don't get rude. Oh, man. Um, and also on the podcast, like we've recorded a lot of episodes early on, mm. which has been hard work and yep. quite tiring, but... Mm. It gives us a lot of space. We can take a couple of weeks off or so. It's flexible. Yeah. That's yeah. A really cute. So thinking for the future. Mm -hmm. I want to quote you because on episode three, you said, oh, no, we ne we never stop or something. You said something along the lines of, yeah, like, oh, no, what do you mean? We're always doing something every week. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. They could, they could <laughs> think the that. complete opposite. No, we are. We are. We are. Trust, yeah, trust, but, trust. Yeah. but yeah, like that also lets us book in more guests, I guess, which is nice. <laughs> but yeah, like if you're sacrificing your happiness now, like, can you be happy? Is that a thing? Like, or like, does that mean you're not happy? Like, how does that work for that person at least? You can do both. I like you? to think I'm doing that. Doing what? Um, like sacrificing my happiness now just mm. so I can be happier later on. Yeah. As in, just it's, it's about the balance. That's what I think the points, the book's point was. The balance. The balance. Big shock. Oh, why did Guess I... who's from ENDS? <laughs> He's from my ENDS, by the way. Is he from Croydon? He's from Croydon. Oh, I, see, I said I love Croydon. So all, the, all, the, all the people that you pretty much co, all the grime artists, they're going to be from my ENDS. Let's be real. Anyways, <laughs> one time I also won an episode from the, you know Craps and Cons. Yeah, yeah. Craps and Cons. So we need to go there for one. One, just do the episode in there. Hopefully, like they'd have to like turn off the music. Wait, is that in Croydon? Yes. Yeah. Ah. they're from. <laughs> they have all of the music they'll play is copyrighted though, so we have to figure out like a way that to get in silence and do this episode. They're gonna cater to you. Mad. We hope. Mad. Hopefully. I actually met like Craps and Conan though, because like they just sometimes casually just hang there, and I missed Santan Dave by like. Three minutes once. I was so it? annoyed because I literally got dessert at Crepes and Queens and then I go back home on the bus and then I see Dave's Snapchat and it's like <laughs> him in Crepes and Queens. I was like, are you kidding me? You just got to Crepes and Queens. I just left. Like, I've actually met Dave. I got a picture with him when I was at his, you know, when he did the last minute like album signings to get to number one. Or Sa like, Sakurama, right? Yeah, that one. So in Soho. Yeah, I, I, that. I was on my I was yeah. on annual leave that one day because I, oh, I was using the last of it up and then so I was like, oh lovely. this was meant to be. I went to Soho. <laughs> got a picture. I forgot to get the album signed, which was my own fuck up. <laughs> That's I fine. I did get the exclusive t shirt and I use that to gigs um when I go to like the gigs. So Jeez. Did you, you went to the Dave one as well, which is why we got along because of the music plays. <laughs> oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea of this. So like me and Nish from the previous episode, we were at the Dave. We spoke about it and then Apparently you were there as well at the same gig. I think so. Yeah. The, wait. You, you claimed you were. So <laughs> 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 well, I just made the statement. 
No, no, I think we no, yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about that one and then like we were talking about like other grime art. I, I don't just listen to grime, but yeah, yeah. I do listen to grime. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we were talking about like other artists like Skepta, BBK and just in general. And I think that's what started the combo. Right? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I think that was basically and then I was like, <laughs> I'm I'm not finding anything in common with currently anyone else. No one not really bad mouthing anyone. It's just that. Yeah. You get along with some people, you get along with others. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get along with others. So yeah, like that was just one of the cases. I was just like, I'm glad I've made at least one new friend here. <laughs> <laughs> but I just and, think it's yeah. hard to like just um, click with anyone in social situations yeah. anyway. Because we were, we were the only common thing we had in there was Ted, and that could be very vague because everyone has different senses of humor, exactly. or like a very broad range. I like yeah. to think. Yeah. So it, I don't know which one he tapped into with you lot. Mm. And then when I was, so when we were there as a group, we were just like, <laughs> okay, I won't spend my entire time hanging out with my home friends from home. Yeah. I'll try to make new friends, see what happens. But if it works out, works out. If not, back to basics. <laughs> Thanks, Skepta. Good plan, I think. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, I didn't get the reference. Yeah, I didn't expect it. I Aww. assume it's one of his songs. but So yeah. what sort of Heady music one. are you into? I, I listen to, I'm not, uh, uh, we've actually had an argument about this. Mm. I, th- I think my music taste is a lot more diverse okay. than Hamish's. It probably is. But I think he's, uh, like I, I say I like, grime and rap and all that stuff but i don't like non-expert in the genre or anything mm. just i can listen to it stuff and yeah i like them what other genres do you listen to literally anything uh soul like old motown is probably my favorite mm. uh, i listen to a lot of acoustic stuff because play guitar okay i can listen to pop music chart music rock and roll do you listen to like a lot of international music like no, I I get some in my Discover Weekly every now and then. I'm like, mm. wait, what's I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> like when it's in like a different language. But um, I don't mind that. Like as long as it's, it's a like, tune. Like, yeah, you can some you can legit just feel the vibes. Yeah, I like yeah. I like Punjabi music quite a bit sometimes because I feel like they have vibes or like some of them are like good. Even though they're rapping in Punjabi, I just feel like exactly it's like it's quite lit. So I'll have a few on my playlist or yeah. at least those who are on Spotify. Maybe some Spanish. I love. I quite, I quite like some. I love reggaeton. I wonder yeah. why that is. But yeah, um, like okay. uh, <laughs> Ozuna and stuff. I love him. But yeah, like I listen to a lot of international music as well. But like before, I hate to drop this now, but because like there's oh. some, I don't know, stereotype now about. But I used to watch, listen to like Korean K-pop and stuff before it blew up, and then it blew up after. Everyone likes to claim they listen so, to everything before. Yeah, yeah. I know. I knew you were gonna yeah. mention something. Like that. That's why I was like, oh, should I mention? I was like, it? like, like even I probably do. Like, oh, but yeah, like I generally did, and then it blew up. But like, I like to think I'm quite diverse internationally as well, not just like genre within the UK. But this is like when you literally said. Before we started recording, that you watched the Chink Connoisseur before. Oh yeah, the Chink Connoisseur know, became. A thing. Was that was the recording still on? Maybe. Okay, but uh, I didn't. We need facts for these kind of. Okay, like uh, I'm going to check. I, the I can actually verify it because I have a friend. Well, us two were the main like two friends like back in high school that listened to K-pop at that time, and we were like back in like year eight, year nine, or something. So. You can talk to her, but it's a bit long. <laughs> maybe maybe it's when K-pop wasn't as big globally. Maybe or was it like locally? Globally, so like because obviously yeah, it wasn't as big globally. Okay, well maybe that's. What I think this K-pop's always yeah. been big. Yeah, it's just from the West, no one really listened to it mm-hmm. as much. I think maybe like America a little bit, but not a lot. But and then like my like Psy came along, <laughs> and then it just. <laughs> 
So I'm Gangnam, Gangnam Style. style oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way you yeah. don't know your diverse yeah, music taste. Like, no, no, come no, on, no. mate. Yeah. <laughs> Get with it. But yeah, like he's the one that made it. It was pretty much already getting like in that direction. But anyways, yeah. So oh, not just K-pop, but like I was into like dramas and stuff and everything. Like, and I was listening to J-pop. There's something called Japanese pop as well. Okay, okay. Chinese pop, C-pop and stuff. I thought you failed to say J-Hoss somehow. I was like, what? <laughs> oh no, I love J-Hoss. So that's just a completely different yeah. genre of me. But like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, I, I would say my music taste is diverse, but I don't know if it's the same type of... It's definitely different. Probably definitely different. He'd yes. recommend some songs. Some, some I'll like add to my playlist, some I just won't because I'm like, I probably won't ever be in that kind of vibe or like that's... A lot of his music, I guess, a lot of it is a lot slower than what I, because obviously I just listen to a very upbeat music because mm. that's how grime and so on is. Mm. But I like chill vibes. Occasionally, yeah. there is slow music that is in there, but yeah. I guess it's very hard to find that. And, or if it's slow music, it would have to be from someone I already know yeah. instead of giving a chance to like someone new. Because if that makes sense, like someone, if like say Dave dropped location, maybe that's not one of his highest, mm. you know, speed rapping or like tempo beats. But mm-hmm. if he was to like, if someone else dropped, I may not give it a chance as much as because mm. I really like Dave, and I feel like by that default, like you may end up liking his next song. You don't have to like it, but mm. it makes it easier to listen to a slower beat song when he releases one. Mm. I just kind of like take the opposite approach. <laughs> like I listen to it if I like, it, I like it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, I don't care who it's from. That's the same with like food as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you're more picky with stuff. Yeah, but I, I I do try things like that's how I get to like new places. But yeah, I have to be in that mood to try things. Like yeah. when I'm ready to listen to New Music Friday, I'll give it a chance. <laughs> it's but a I whole think, mood. <laughs> it's a whole day. Dedicated. But like I think you'd rather. I feel like you always go for something you know, rather than going for something new. More often, it depends. It really depends. Like, there's times like I'll be trying. I will try to find a, like a good falafel place in London that matched like the Warwick Library Cafe falafel. Mm. I haven't had any luck, but then we stopped as well. So, it's like one of those things. Like when I want to like look for certain cuisine, so I know where to go. So maybe like if I'm in Soho, I know a good place to fall back is Banana Tree. Mm. If I'm in like anywhere else, my default place is usually like mm. Nando's. Like, literally yeah. That's, yeah. That's literally our fallback points because we don't really have that much. Um, we haven't checked out too many things in London and like mm. it's always better to go with a safe option sometimes than yeah. anything. Because like I think the mindset more for me is like if I'm going to spend money outside for food, like it best be good then. <laughs> and exactly. if I've already tried and tested it, then you're more likely to go to those yeah. places again. But I uh, see I'm always like this. I'll try. I want to try something I haven't tried before. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm both. Literally. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Like every time you go to an Indian place, you order the chicken tikka masala. I mean, I mean, when, <laughs> oh, when you order the same dish, though. when you're in the place. Oh, okay. No, okay. Indian's a bit different because I'm not a massive fan of Indian. Okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, just Indians in general, mm. people as well. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. Um, that got racist real quick. <laughs> but Bro, we're uh, gonna get cancelled. Like Ralph got real fucking. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, it's like the third episode we violated them, but no, I think I think if generally someone's like, uh, you to go out for dinner. Or I've found this more in like America. I was always just like, okay, let's speak, go somewhere we haven't been before. Like, what's the point of just going? I did anyway. I did try as many places in San Francisco, but then they kept letting me down. So I ended up going back to Panda Express. Yeah. Like if you go San Francisco, or like if you go US, mm. go Panda Express. Like mm. at least the food there will be not too salty or anything. Like, What is it, Chinese? It's like a fast food Chinese. Yes. But, like, Chinese but like, I think, yeah, like, this isn't the it's like better, high it's, class. It's better than some of the fine about. dining places I went. That that were like three course meal type of like burger and chips or like American diners. Mm-hmm. Apart from that first place, do you remember the name? 
Uh, yeah, it's Mel's Mel's diner. Yeah, I think that one may be the only one that I may allow for an American diner. Mm. <laughs> American diners are disappointing. Is that what you're saying? I had that. I guess just ba- I, maybe I picked out the bad ones on the day because those are the only ones open at the times. So I was, you know, oh, okay. So I just like burger and chips. I can have burger and chips anywhere. Yeah, but like I'd be happy. I feel like the salt levels and like the processed food like makes it taste so yeah. off. And that's why I like that one place, Panda Express, yeah. and that Indian place. You might just have more of a uh, palate. Yep. Yeah. Is that the right word? Particular palate. Yeah. Or like I, I just I'm kind of more like I do know. If it tastes good, it tastes good. I, I don't really taste like oh, it's mm. got too much soul it's yeah. got too much mm. this i'm, I'm like that <laughs> so that's why i guess like i'm a bit of a foodie but i'm also very fussy because i'm like once i find it i know mm. that will work for me and mm. i know other dishes may work for me yeah or if there's even if there's one place i don't really like any other dish but if they have one dish i can accept then mm. we can go there as an alternative so like finding places is also very tough <laughs> yeah sometimes but and going back to the chicken tikka masala, I only have that because everything else is too spicy, man. Oh my god, you're one of them ones. <laughs> I need spice in everything. Otherwise, it's uh, like... No, I used to be like that, I think. And then... Uni happened. I became white. Okay. Or more white. Yep. Because in a coconut. And then... Uh, and now you can't hack it anymore. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, you're not going to be able to... I can't hack it. Uh, hack my mom's food then. <laughs> Nice. You're buying us over. I'm just like for an example, like one of my friends, he's quite like you, but like he comes around my house a lot. But like, cause he's so polite, he still eats my mom's food. But he's dying. He's literally oh, yeah, like yeah. sweating whilst eating the biryani, and then like he needs to have like a whole plate of yogurt or salad or something <laughs> yeah. at the side, <laughs> like three glasses of water, and he's crying. But. He's still like, it's so good, auntie. And that's so bad. <laughs> Me and, uh, <laughs> yeah. do you know, do you like Wagamamas? I think it's no. so overhyped. Yeah, so I think overhyped. it's overhyped. I agree with that one. Me yeah. and Hamish think it's overhyped now because we went and had mm. the uh, firecracker. Yep, rice, yeah. And we, we were dying. But we were you thought be- that was hot? Oh. What do you mean? That was the spiciest thing on the thing. And we were trying shit to each other. And we were like, fam, to be fair, we big did. Man, yeah, eat the chili. And then yeah, we both yeah. ate the chili. <laughs> and we were just dying. Like, I couldn't breathe. Like, when I got out, I was like, <laughs> when I finally got to the pressure, I was like, starting to like, like we haven't been go. back since. Oh, Scott. I think that's the main difference between like North Indian and South Indian food. Like, what spice? We can have the spice. Everything is spicy when it comes to South Indian food, to be honest. Apart from like doshas and stuff. Oh, what? Dosa. Oh, dosa, yeah. Yeah, even I need that, mate. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, our curries are like way spicy, spicier than like, I don't know. I, I feel like North Indian food's a bit more like I'm, sweet. I'm, I'm partly South Indian. From where? South Indian. Uh, uh, Chennai. You're, Madras. You're my dad. My dad is from there. Is he Tamil? He speaks Tamil. So he's Tamil. Or can speak Tamil. But this, I don't like, think he speaks too well. He's not the person to explain this. Basically, his mom told me yeah. that she's Gujarati, so that makes him half Gujarati. So because like, I, I didn't understand all this. Like, and he's very confused. Yes, but like, I don't say that's like, your that like, makes... background. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out where your parents' ethnic origin is to like yeah. what makes you. What like percentages of everything are you? Obviously, you're probably like fifty percent. Okay, this is long. So my mum, <laughs> let's let's rewind it back. Okay, to the year she was born, I won't reveal her age, but she was born in uh, Uganda, mm. and then moved to England when she was four. Mm. And but like her parents are Indian, uh, from India, apparently from Gujarat. Gujarat, okay. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I didn't really know that was a. Uh, like an area yeah. in India or like state. a state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my dad was born in Madras, Chennai. Okay. 
And then he moved to England when he was 18. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But if is your dad actually Tamil? If he's born in Madras, do you know? Or is he not Tamil? I wouldn't say if like, you ask my dad if he's Tamil. Yeah. I wouldn't think he'd say he's Tamil. Like I've never heard him say, oh, I'm part Tamil. Or tell me that I'm half Tamil or something. <laughs> I think it's like um, maybe... The question is like, are his parents Tamil? Maybe like, I don't think so. You can have and, Christian uh, Tamils. Like, I've got friends. Yeah. Okay. Have. <laughs> I know. I feel like maybe I feel like you don't know your parents well enough. This I can't believe like, like you never <laughs> asked. Probably. Like, have you never asked properly? Like, I think I have, and then they're like, I don't know. Wait, don't look at me. Look at him. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just uh, I, I just I, I feel yeah. like you're not. It doesn't define who you are, no, where no, your parents are from, and all that. No, no, no. Like, it's, just it, more... it's just nice to know some uh, history. Yeah. For your, not you, but your like family. Yeah, because like I'm not even sure my parents want to know. You know, like the full story. Okay. So I remember. I know they might hear this, and then they're gonna like have a go at me. Like, <laughs> oh, how can you not like know <laughs> no. this stuff? So, you cultural this time? Yeah, yeah. They've probably told me, and I just haven't listened. Well, to good thing you got some time to prepare for that. Um, you <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very. Uh, I think I'm very white. So you don't like very white Indian. Have any kind of um, I don't know, cultural events that you go to in like a community that your parents are part of, or anything? Like no, that? no, like no, community there. stuff. Maybe like family events, like mm, birthday parties. Some like some of my mum's my mum's family's Hindu. Mm-hmm. So we'd like celebrate Hindu events with them, mm-hmm. even though we're not Hindu. Okay. So there's stuff like that. But yeah. I wouldn't say we necessarily are like or at least me and my sisters are steeped in like Indian tradition mm-hmm. and like do a lot of the traditional stuff. Yeah. I think it's just growing up as well, I'm like I know I live in a very British area, I think. Mm. Well, it's, it's diverse as well, but it's not like if you could go to East Ham or anything like that. Oh my God, yeah. So that's like where my mum grew up. That's like mini India. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's pretty much India. Yeah. I know, yeah. Yeah. It really does depend on how you were brought up, I think. Like yeah. how kind of, I don't know, culturally... And just people you meet in school and people you hang around with and like stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of influence everything. In fact, like I did like avoid, I guess, the usual, like when I recently put it like this, yeah, like I I don't like to be associated with a stereotype, I guess, with my background, Mm. even though like, I guess my friends are all usually like all sorts of mixed races. Mm. Um, I'm just like, I don't want to be associated with my um, area or so because like now the thing that made it worse for me, I guess, recently was when I was, it's not like a racist thing. It's just like, I don't want those stereotypes to be put onto me. And I guess that's like a me problem. But when I when I recently walked to the temple and I saw everyone basically had highlights in the hair, I was just like, <laughs> I, 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 mean, You're I, like I am them. That almost that there almost alone made me think like I need to get rid of it because now I just yeah. But I was like, I think it's sick. It's I like a my, I yeah. know kind of like a 2004 music video from some <laughs> Indian artist. Oh. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, just I need to spike like up the hair and then get the. No, I wouldn't spike up there. Loads of gel. Oh, no. They need to look like classic, no. fresh off the boat Indian. Yeah, man. I think that was like a typical Indian fuckboy look back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. That was the classic fuckboy. Yeah. Now it's like slightly changed, but uh, I don't know. Like, what was the stereotype that you're talking about that you so didn't want to be associated with? Most of them with? were like, I guess, recently have come to, maybe they'll just be doing things that mm. I refuse to have let, let brush up on me. Like, like maybe they're just like, Smoking upon the okay. devil's lettuce. 
Maybe they're all like they're drinking, they're spitting like tobacco and everything. Tobacco, sorry. Mark, I fucked it. Tobacco pawn, I think it is. Um, yeah. Basically, they just do almost everything there to make kind of at least me feel embarrassed to be. Yep. Almost like, although it shouldn't, like, I guess, bother me as much. It's just like, mm. I'd rather not walk up Ealing Road in any way. If my route involves Ealing Road, I'm, I, hopefully I'm busting an Ubering or in a friend's car because Mm-mm. I do not want to go through and even have to just put this into my day. Mm. But like some certain things, like just like those like little things. But then, yeah, and then sometimes I guess the way they start acting and um, dressing up, like I don't mind that. Like, I guess your you dress it is your own fashion, it's your own way of expressing your style. But yeah. sometimes the way you go speak and like starting acting about in public, like it leaves a bad impression for the rest of us, like who mm. who may have at least been trying to do better than it or trying to leave a bad. Impression I mean, what on. what kind of thing are they doing that's so bad? Yeah, is it are they bothering other people? Not not all the time, I guess, but like sometimes it could be like inconveniences or like maybe like if they're just like blocking the entire road. It's quite like a big pavement on certain parts of Ealing Road. So like you're like blocking like an entire thing, making me have to walk around you. First of all, I'm not I'm a bit of a prick like that. Like if you're gonna go out your way to inconvenience my life, I'm gonna walk through you. Like But I mean it's not like they're going out of the way to inconvenience your specific yeah. life. But like they should also as well be considerate. Like if you're going to hang out there, like mm. that's mm. like a thing that everyone needs to walk through. Stop making us have to walk onto the road, for example, like, mm. and make everyone else think, oh, like, these are all just yelling here, pricks, and, you know, yep. screaming this, that, drunk, like, in the morning, 9 a.m., just drinking, like, of course, that's your choice, but, like, mm. there are, I guess, other public consequences, and some of us just don't want to be around those kind of energies, yeah. and maybe associated with those energies, because it's kind of, it's kind of embarrassing sometimes, mm-hmm. like, because of the background, I guess, like, if we share that similar background, it's just, like, are you like, saying people are going to think that of yeah, like, like Indian people? Because like may- maybe th- when I get, when I say, I guess a specific city um, or wherever that my parents are from the, on the small island, I can see that people like judgment on me changes. I'm just like, look, you're going to judge me based on that. Yeah, like mm. I'm far from it already. Like mm. I'm like, because I'm way different. Like cause a lot of them are here recently. I was just born and raised here. So if anything, I'm not as cultured as I should be with that background. Mm. But these lot are just here like trying to, I guess, live the London life that they've been advertised however it's advertised back home for them. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, maybe that doesn't like work with us. Maybe it's just a culture, cl- uh, culture clash. Mm-hmm. And maybe I think that's m- more of my issue. It's just like, can you at least, if you're going to do stuff, like don't do it in a public way that it brushes off on the rest of us that are trying to do something different or mm-hmm. end up having us forced to go through that stereotype or, and having to justify, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to be, no, I'm not like one of them, etc. Like I'm just, another person that you just meet maybe at uni or something and yeah for that so like it's hard to say like it's hard to explain i guess if you're not like even anywhere near the area if you don't know the area because if i told you i was from Wembley, you'd be like instantly like oh you're like one of them i'm just like <laughs> what do i do <laughs> one of them dickheads <laughs> exactly like, i'm Aww. just like i uh, don't that's why like the hair thing like i was like fuck should i go back to just black hair like no like, no nah, like, you do you exactly that no that's that's my logic for yeah. it, I'm just like. I don't I've got like highlights in my hair as well, and I yeah. hate it when people say it's blonde. I'm like, no, it's not. It's mine, not mine blonde. Mine's meant to be blonde. It's just gone wrong now. Mine's not meant to be blonde, but when people say it's blonde, I'm like. When someone's described your hair as blonde. Yeah. What are you describing as? Go. It's it's not blonde. <laughs> Wait, it's all, it's is not it? blonde. Thank you. It's actually Ted. You know, <laughs> he was the one that said, "Oh, yeah, like Ted. your blonde highlights." <laughs> now that I, I mean, remember what, it. He they, said that and asked Did like, they used to be blonde and they've like faded no, 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 now? Or, no, but then you'd use shampoo to bring it back down. Yeah. Like, that's what that's what's wrong with mine's currently. <laughs> I don't use like Because his I'd maybe say his are blonde. 
Yeah, well, it I depends how well the shampoo works. Mine's. Out. I, I like to think mine's more like caramel, like brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can agree. With Thank that. you. I thought I was blind or yeah, something. No, when no, I, when no. it, I was like, "How is it blonde?" <laughs> I, I think people are just saying it to trigger me, though. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. So <laughs> like, and like, yeah, okay. I was just like, whatever in it. Like, you guys are blind, clearly colorblind as well. But um, I don't know. Like <laughs> <laughs> the stereotyping thing. Like, I think it's also human nature to kind of compartment. I can't even say the word. Compartmentalize. Th- thank you. No, you said it wrong. You said it wrong. <laughs> I think that, I've, I've said. Have I said it wrong as well? You added another syllable. Yeah, I think yeah, you, I it, went, it was a bit long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But everyone knows what we mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I think it's Maybe just human nature. Compartmentalize. I got it. Like, fuck you, lot. Is that it? That's the one time after last episode we needed that um, after the Floyd Mayweather incident that I had. <laughs> As in like, basically, not English. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like a few hours of sleep, basically. And at the, at the end of the day, I was just quickly trying to read out a tweet that was like interesting related to what we were discussing. Yeah. And I, Floyd Mayweather is known for not being able to read properly when he's trying to read off a script or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that happened to me. Like oh. it was really bad, and I'm pretty sure it's staying in. <laughs> so <laughs> tarnished your rep. <laughs> Well, I mean, after the first episode, the one-to-one <laughs> tutoring thing came out. So like, I'm sure it's not... Yeah, we're podcasters. We're supposed to be like professional speakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The professionalism like way out the window at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are you saying about the stereotype? Yeah, I think it's just human nature to like make judgments before even trying to get to know a person, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's where stereotyping comes from. It's just easier for your brain to kind of go through a shortcut and be like oh this guy must be like this because I've met this guy before like a very similar type of guy and he's from that similar type Mm -hmm. of background or you had a bad impression of like maybe you went to eating world and you experienced that and you're just like oh you're one of them yeah yeah, I know what you mean like because I've been around the area and stuff but at the same time and also I think it's human nature to kind of um, remember the negatives more than the positives of someone's racial like experience with a certain race and stuff so it's unfair like it's asymmetric I think when you when you look at the odds, it's all kind of against you, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's kind of a bit more sweeter when they realize actually you're not, you might not be the same. Yeah, like person. maybe like they also also I can understand they're having no fun in their friendship groups, etc. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that like I'm happy for them. Like okay, you're happy doing that. Go, go ahead, do it. But mm-hmm. do do be a bit considerate to, I guess yeah. us walking through the road. Like mm-hmm. we don't. I don't want to see like the tobacco the orange spit basically all over the fucking floor mm. I don't have to feel like I'm gonna have to literally push through you to get into the shop yeah like I just feel like it we can all be a bit more considerate to everyone else mm. like I try to be as considerate as I can yeah I think obviously I guess sometimes it probably doesn't come off like that mm. <laughs> that's why most people don't really don't like me on first impressions but, <laughs> but yeah I do try to be considerate if possible but yeah sometimes I think you are right well the negatives are yeah. understood more but I do acknowledge the positives I guess for them for them they may be happy mm. fair enough but my, I guess my only thing I have to say is just be a bit considerate for when we're walking by or mm. <laughs> before someone else has to stereotype us in the, all the same way. Yeah. Any um, stereotypes, in particular Indian stereotypes, that Oof. particularly bother you? Me? Yeah. Or either you? <laughs> Can you give me an example? <laughs> I don't know. Like, no one ever uh, uses like Indian stereotypes. Like Indian people always eat curry. I, I don't think I get associated with that. Um, I'm not associated with it, but no. like, like maybe get bothered by it. I'm not offended by that. Someone's the, like, I was called the biryani bad man. I think I'm far from that. <laughs> I mean, you fulfill the stereotype. Yeah. I'm like, why is that? Why is that like a negative thing yeah. that we? No, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think all stereotypes are negative. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Yeah. Although I yeah. think probably people probably use that one mm. in maybe a negative way. I think the negative, or they try to put it in the negative yeah. way, and then then yeah. you think about it, and it's like, 
Is that? Yeah. Oh, I think the negative version of that was like, oh, Indian people smell like curry. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Have you met someone else? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> if you go to a curry shop, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I actually had when um, I was on a flight mm. earlier this year and I was, yeah, I sat down or whatever and there was two guys next to me. And I'm pretty sure I heard one of them be like, oh, it smells like curry. Mm. And they started laughing to each other. Well, yeah. Because I was like, you okay. Said yeah, you should have said yeah. No, I wasn't. I, was, I, them, I mean, I can't be asked. Like, I'm just not bothered that much. <laughs> I was just, I was kind of like, uh, to be honest, I was kind of conscious about it. I was like, I started like, did you, what did you <laughs> do, do I oh smell God. like curry? Yeah. Uh, just in like case, but I yeah. mean, I didn't have a curry any time recently. Um, yeah. I was conscious of the fact I smelt because mm. I think I'd just been away for the weekend. I'm not sure if I... I was staying in an Airbnb and yeah, you know, personal just, hygiene maybe. Yeah, yeah. And people, yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was. Was this in America? Yeah, this was in America. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's not like. It's not the worst thing people can say, but yeah. I guess it's, it's still it's not, not. It's nice. not like a. Yeah. It's just like it's not. I don't take it offensively. I don't. I don't think I get offended by anything really. Or you, you can get, get triggered. Offended. Yeah, you can get triggered, but not maybe offended sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they're two different things. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that would annoy me is someone that, you know, when like the Uber drivers, they, they always try to ask you, because I guess maybe because of the generation gap as well, like they always just say, oh, what's your background? I'm like, oh, like, where are you from? I'm like, from, I'm from here. Like, why do you think I'm Ubering it there? Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and then I know, like, where are you actually from? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, as in where am I born or where my parents are from? Because yeah. at that point, are you asking about me or are you asking about my parents? Like, mm-hmm. and they, they specifically, I guess, want to know, like, oh, you're brown, so you have to be from not here. Mm-hmm. And you can't say you're from here. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like nah I'm from here like, and I stick to it as much as I can I know it annoys them as well like I purposely do this as well sometimes yeah I was like nah I'm from here like I was born and raised here so and he's like nah where are your parents from where are your parents from and I'll just keep going until the point where I'm either home or like mm. they've given up yeah I think it's the way you ask things is mm. quite important and like I think they're he's asking about your ethnicity but he didn't say it in a I felt like at uni when I'm not like kind of bad mouthing Hindus because I went there like almost every week. So mm. I feel like when you meet the Asians, that's the, that's one of the sets of questions questions that would come up. Mm. I'm not saying it always does, mm. but then when you're with anyone else, like I felt like I, when I at least went to uni, yep. it was like that was never really a question unless they were educating themselves about mm. different people because maybe some of them didn't run into, I guess, Indian people or British Indians, whatever. Um, outside, so like I guess those are the only cases. But I wouldn't really mind like at uni, like I said, it bothered me a lot, but. I also started to care a lot more at the time about how people thought of my image. Mm. Whereas now I'm just like, as long as I'm not doing anything stupid, yeah. like I'm fine with what people think of me. Yeah. I've got a uh, page up here, 10 stereotypes all Indians hate. Oh. You have to pull this up quick as well. The first one <laughs> yep. actually links into a topic we talked about. Yeah. First one is that most Indians are poor, but happy. Oh, Okay. So like the village kind of stereotype, I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a picture of like... Is this British is Indians or is this like yeah. stereotypes of Indians? Indians. Okay. Yeah. What, what website is this from? Culture I'm Trip. Like, <laughs> I'm like looking at all these links. The culturetrip.com. Okay. I'm Link familiar might with be in the description. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's the first one. Okay. Next one is that Indians speak fluent Hindu and oh my god, heavily <laughs> <Triggered> Hindu. <laughs> Hindu is not a language. Yeah. 
Wait, yeah, Hindu, that's, not that's, Hindi. That's what it says, Hindu. Hindu. Oh and then God. and then the sub paragraph underneath is first things first, it's Hindi, not Hindi. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we don't all speak Hindi. Thank you. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> He's like, believe us, nobody's fluent in the region, in yep. the religion. Yep. All Indians are IT experts. Oh yeah, that's a big one. The irony of yeah, that is that we're both comp science. Yeah, both of us are computer science. <laughs> but to be fair, I don't even yeah. think in our mm. course we had it wasn't like mostly Indians. Yeah. I think it was, I it was think, mostly British people. It was, was it? Yeah. Was it mostly British people? I reckon so. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't really care when I went there. I was just trying to make friends. Yeah. I thought the doctor engineer thing was a big stereotype. Indians are either doctors oh, or yeah. engineers. They were told to go up, to, I'm not sure. By medicine, yeah. Yeah, um, it's either medicine or engineering. Or accountancy, I think it was. Oh, is that the other Good one? Good job for you to stand, stand up. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, I that one. Next one is Indian cuisine is all about butter chicken or some spicy curry slash tea. Butter chicken, are you mad? I don't, I don't think I've... I think I've had like butter chicken once or twice, never liked it. Yeah. It says awesome spicy curry or tikka. So I think people, like normally, if you think of Indian food, you think of curry. Yeah. You don't think of like everything else that... Mm. That's not correct. Yeah. yeah. Is, is samosas like the Indian stereotype? Like the samosa thing? Is samosa what? Like an Indian stereotype or is that like another culture thing? That's, is that, that's an Indian. Um, is it an Indian dish? Yeah, I, yeah I'd say it's I'm pretty sure. mostly associated well, I've, been, I've been looking at places nearby here, by the way. I'm just kind of saying because I'm so hungry. <laughs> Most of them are either Indian or also kebab shops. And it's a bit annoying right now. I'm not going to lie. We're going to have to end up ordering an Indian here. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is life is all about singing and dancing in India. Oh, Bollywood. That's another stereotype, isn't it? So like, wait, you did Bollywood dancing, I think as well. Yeah, I did. How do you know that? Hedge. Okay. Hedge did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was one of the choreographers. Oh, he was in my team, and so yeah, I guess it's like when you, you watch the well. films. Sorry, you lot won as well. I don't know which year it was, but I know you lot. Yeah, won. yeah, it was called Battle of Bollywood. Yeah, Aki, sorry, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won that year actually, but yeah, that was really good because um, Tej never danced before, wasn't it? And we had to like teach him from scratch. I was shocked when Tej yeah. went and participated in this. I was like, Tej, that's I prob- Bollywood. I had to like, level dancing. Yeah. He wanted to do something different. And I was like, I read that. I read that. Yeah. Same. When he said like, I'm down. When I asked him, he, I was like, what the calm. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to get guys into like dancing. Like, I don't know. I find the experience. Yeah. There's like so many girls and like, they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll join the team and stuff. But then like for guys, it's like, uh. I need 10 guys and you need 10 girls. I've got literally two guys and I've got 20 girls. What am I doing? <laughs> so like, yeah, ratings for Tej to yeah. step up and stuff. Well but. done, Tej, you snake. <laughs> I was, was going to say, yeah, I hope someone shot him down. <laughs> but yeah, like I think Bollywood, when you watch Bollywood films, that's probably the stereotype that people get, like that we sing and dance randomly or something. Yeah. When it's just entertainment, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> Um, we don't break it. Yeah. It's not like an everyday musical thing. <laughs> musical. <laughs> uh, okay, next one is that they know every Indian you have met. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, or they assume, I think one that's annoying is that they assume that you're a Patel or something. A or like a stand. Yeah. Patel or Shaw. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Yeah, I can imagine. What was the. Wait, what did you say? Sorry. Right. I zoned out. That they know every Indian you have met. I think it depends. So like someone meets you and they see your Indian and they're like, oh, do you know my mate? Yeah. And then say I, some Indian and they're like. I think that was at Warwick, but I didn't experience that anywhere else. Yeah. I've only experienced that at Warwick. Like they expect me to know another brown person because I'm yeah. like, I've only met like five brown people and I'm in time too. Like I don't know what you're <laughs> on. Yeah. I think it's like, for me, it's more when you zoom into Indi- Indian kind of cultures. It's like if you're, well, I'm, I speak a language called Malayalam. It's in South India. Okay. Um, How do so, you say it? Sorry. Malayalam. 
Okay, never gonna get that right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a palindrome, so Malayalam fo- um, spelled forwards and backwards is the same. What's that? What? Like Malayalam. A palindrome. Oh no, I was gonna say what that she explained it, thank God, so I don't know. <laughs> Gave you the definition and everything. But now I'll bait um, it out anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so like, say you, I say I'm Malayali, and then they're like, oh, I've met a Malayali once. You, you must know, know this. Yeah. You must know. <laughs> And actually, it's so funny because most of the time, there's so little of us, I probably would know them. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm helping with so the that stereotype. stereotype fits. But then when I look at, like, I don't know, another race like Tamils, there's so many Tamils. So like, so, but then it's apparently quite highly connected network. A lot of people do know each other. LinkedIn thing. Yeah. yeah. Like it's apparently, <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm assuming wrong, but what, from my, what I've heard from my friends and stuff, I've got a lot of Tamil friends. A lot of people do know each other, so maybe that stereotype has a bit of truth. But I don't know about Indians as a whole, just because you're Indian. I know yeah. you're Indian. But maybe if we speak the same language, we might like know each other. Like, yeah, from somewhere. Next one is all the marriages are arranged by the Indian parents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny. It still happens to this day. But like, it depends. I think there's but like, not just- I, I learned a while back that there was a difference between forced and arranged. Like arranged, at least you still have some say. Forced mm-hmm. is like you don't have the choice. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then there's the, obviously the normal ones, the love marriages. Call it love marriage. Yeah. Love. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. Like a love marriage. It's called love marriage. Just a regular. I think, yeah. I think for that, in reference to them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one is all Indians are good at yoga. <laughs> no, I, I don't have the limb mobility. Yeah, we know you don't. <laughs> I actually do yoga. This really isn't helping, is it? <laughs> I, I, I actually did, uh, I did some yoga, mm. yoga every mm. night. For like the last few months. What? Yeah. I, I heard it um like just helps your posture and stuff like that. Yeah, it's actually really good no. for like back. I'm wearing a couple more inches on my height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um it's one of the like I don't know, one of the best things you can do for your mind as well, I think. Because mm. it's you can you can take the kind of I don't know, if you really don't want to learn about the spiritual religious aspect of things just doing the act of yoga apparently it's like one of the best things you can do for your mind as well as your body because it exercises every kind of muscle in your body it's like i think swimming does that as well mm. but yoga is also one of those ones and but it yoga concentrates on like okay this muscle like this area properly as well and it also kind of infuses mindfulness in it so um that's about like being present in the moment and stuff and you kind of you get to like just try not to think about the future and the past and just be in the moment. And that's one of the best things you can do for like mental health, I think. So yeah, like I know this is a stereotype conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no, this is, this is part of it as well. Like if you... But like not everyone practices Yeah, not it. all no, Indians no, no, do no. it. It's just like now it's becoming so much more westernized as well. Like, yeah, 100%. Um, and like you can do like yoga in a secular way of just pr- doing the practice. You don't have to you know, be a Hindu or be a Buddhist or... <laughs> the main reason I considered yoga was because I saw there was like a... Ev- there's like these poppy yoga events. Yeah. The poppies are there. That's like the main reason. Yeah, we were meant to do that like, as a group, like one of those birthday things, but that fell through. But yeah, there's like poppy mm-hmm. yogas and stuff. And it's so... Like we did... We actually did yoga as one of our birthday presents for one of our other friends up in Sky Garden. So we had to get there at oh, like nice. 8 a.m. <laughs> I think I went on a night out. Yeah, I think I went on a night out on that Friday, and then I had to get up, like get to Sky Garden at eight a.m. that day. I don't. 
I was completely dead. Gotta do it for the yoga though. But <laughs> it was so good though. Like when you do yoga in the morning, like I feel like the rest of the day just seems so much more productive. Helped you go over a hangover? I don't know about the oh, pro- no. hangover. Okay. But like we ate afterwards. So I think that probably also helped. <laughs> <laughs> I like munched. Why did you like, keep bringing up food? I'm so hungry. Oh, I'm trying, so I'm trying not to find helping. places. The next one's funny and yep. to do with food. Yep. That Indians would automatically be vegetarians because they worship the cow. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> On certain days. So that's like saying all Indians are Hindu and therefore we're veg because. Wait, Hindus can be Christian. He- wait, no, wait. Sorry, Indians can be yeah. Christian. That's you. Is that yeah? Wait, is that Hindu? Or what was the stereotype? It, it just says that Indians would oh, okay. automatically be yeah. vegetarians because they worship the cow. Yeah. There's also Muslim Indians. There's also yeah. There's so many different religions. <laughs> there's basically in India. everything in India. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not just Hindu. Even though the BJP isn't helping right now, but there are loads of other religions in India. Like it's not just oh Indian politics. Okay, I was like BJP what? <laughs> and I realized that's a oh. I think that's a political party. Yes, Modi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Narendra yeah, Modi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know the name. I know yeah. the name. Man, man, don't know this stuff, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so like, yeah, that's a bit narrow-minded, I think. Yeah, and then last one's just India is so hot, like the temperature. I can probably agree to yeah. that. I don't, I don't think they're talking about the people. Again, I think, <laughs> unfortunately. Again, I think it depends on the state you visit. Like Kashmir is like really cold up north. Kashmir? Yeah. Oh. Like if you type in Kashmir on Google, you will see like mountainous ranges. I don't know, like a Kashmir jumper, you know what I mean? <laughs> K-A-S-H-M-I-R. Kashmir mountains. Or like Kashmir just in general. And then if you go to like other parts of India, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. It's just so many different climates within India. <laughs> you can't just say it's yeah, just hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really depends on the state you go to. Yeah. It's so racially diverse. Like, Yeah. When I went, like when I was really young, we did like a tour. Not a tour, but we went to loads of places in South India. Mm-mm. And um, we went to Uti. Oh, Uti, yeah. That's in Tamil Nadu. I've been there as well. It's really cold. That's though. cold. Yeah. Because exactly. it's like on a mountain or yeah, something, exactly, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like a prop popular honeymoon destination apparently oh, really? okay <laughs> <laughs> not why i went <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly it's just completely different climates it's a massive country yeah and how many people live there second biggest population right uh, yeah it should be i don't know uh, don't uh, <laughs> state that i know it yeah I need more statistics yeah, more stats. <laughs> but yeah it's, it's just yeah you can't just stereotype it all into one flipping country i guess like I think there's actually kind of um, not beef, but like people get triggered within states when you kind of uh, stereotype a whole area, like even South India, as a okay, stereotype. Yeah. It, it's even got to that point, so it's like, oh, you're from South India, so you're a Madrasi, which means like you're from Chennai yeah. or something. I'm like, no, Malayalis are completely different to mm-hmm. people from Chennai. Like yeah. we have a completely different culture, but. Basically, yeah, pe- people get triggered like that as well. So basically, the goal is everyone should get more educated so they understand more cultures. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, yeah. essentially. But we're like, I'm probably very ignorant about other cultures, so I can't yeah. really chat, can I? <laughs> 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 like, I need to learn stuff as well. So. Be humble, as Kendrick said. <laughs> One other stereotype I'd like to quickly touch on is, I think people always think that we have good skin. And I agree with that. You said um, that. That's bullshit. Where's your facts? Hamish, 2019. Well, yeah, I guess since we're now onto the skincare topic, my beautiful transitions, as we can see here. Um, I know, Snedger, I think you would decide to discuss it with me once, but I, including Aaron, had no idea what the word, can you say the word, please? 
the word? What was that thing in the cells that you said? Melatonin? Melanin. Oh, yeah. melanin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wow. want to embarrass myself. <laughs> melatonin is a song. I think it's okay. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Yeah, so I guess you could give us a bit of advice on how we could take better care of our skin as well. Because, you know, you can see he doesn't take care of his skin. Um, <laughs> I take care of mine. Uh, I'm not going to judge like that. but Raw. <laughs> you said you had that skin. I, what? <laughs> how did skin. I even? No, it's like. I mean, I ain't got the best skin, but I got skin. That's the main thing. Exactly. Like everyone's got skin. That's why I feel like you should take care of it. Because <laughs> it's the largest organ in our body. If you think about it. No, <laughs> but no, it's just like um, the reason why I go into skincare is because I have dead skin. <laughs> like I um, do you? Yeah, like especially last, I don't know, three four years ago, I had a really bad like acne phase basically, <laughs> and like when you when it gets that bad, that's when you're like shit. I need to do something. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't think any any like general person would be like yeah today I'm gonna take care of my skin. <laughs> it's when something like ha- bad goes wrong that's when you're like oh. Let me examine this, what's happening, sort of thing. And that's where my kind of skincare journey came about. Mm-hmm. Um, I started like researching about, it's, it sounds so stupid, <laughs> but I started like looking at dermatologist papers. Dermatologist. Pa- papers, yeah. Because okay. it's a science. It's actually a science, right? Dermatology okay. is a science. Take your word for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a fact. Like yeah. It's part of like, uh, I think like, yeah, you need you need to be a doctor to be a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Like you do a doctor and then you specialize in dermatology. So like there is science behind it. So and there's also obviously going to be studies and stuff. So I looked into that and I did my own research, like going on YouTube and stuff. And there's actually like dermatologists on there that recommend stuff. So basically, it's not it's like really expensive to get a private dermatologist in the UK, in general. So I couldn't afford one. So I obviously I had to sort my skin out. I was like, shit, I need to do my own research. Then I can't just tell my parents like, yo, like I'm a broke 17 year old. <laughs> my skin's peak. <laughs> like, could you pay for one? So I did my own research and stuff and like basics that everyone can kind of do. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll actually ask you guys, like, mm-hmm. do you guys wear sunscreen? Sunscreen? When I went to San Francisco and in the like heavy like sun here, I would. What about you, Aaron? I, I didn't in America. I would if I was going somewhere mm. a lot hotter. Okay. Yeah. So that's like one of the biggest things I've seen is you should wear sunscreen every single day, 365 days a year. Yeah. Why though? In the, dis- despite like weather conditions, because there's two types of UV rays, right? UVA, UVB. And UVA, it's there like constantly, regardless. And it can penetrate through windows. So it doesn't matter like if you think you're like covered by a house or something, it's still going to get to your skin and stuff. And that's one of the leading causes of, okay, the main thing is skin cancer. Yeah. That's what people think. Yeah. Of, like when you use sunscreen to prevent skin cancer, but it's also um, about like how quickly your skin ages. So the elasticity of your skin. So like how bouncy your skin is. So obviously like babies have really bouncy skin and then like pensioners don't. So that's called the elasticity of skin. So all of that gets impacted. And one of the biggest um, factors is whether you're protected from UVA and UVB rays. And that's the best thing you can do for that is wear a sunscreen every single day. So you're wearing sunscreen today? Yeah, I wear it every day, (laughs) despite the weather. (laughs) It's just like a habit now. You need to make it into a habit, essentially. But it's one of the best things you can do for your skin. And it's not just the, I don't know, skin cancer, wrinkles, thing it's also got to do with like 
allowing your skin to work to its optimum. So your skin is really clever. It's really good at actually like doing what it's supposed to do, but sometimes too much like like stuff like sun will is is it's an external factor and that's gonna make it kind of uh slow down its normal process, I guess, of how it's gonna renew. So your skin renews literally all the time. It's changing. Like um I can't remember the quote, but like you're basically not the same skin that you were like a few months ago or like a few you're like you basically shed like a le- lizard, but you don't see it obviously. So like what with time what happens is your skin slows down that renewal process and by wearing sunscreen you can kind of like not stop that process but at least not speed up that process it slows it down a bit more so you stay looking younger for longer as well so there's like i don't know just, that's just one thing like wearing sunscreen it's just one thing that you can easily implement make yeah. it into a habit yeah. and it's one of the best things you can do for your skin another thing that i think you mentioned Hamish was like you moisturize yeah. That's really good. Like, obviously, you need to moisturize because <laughs> <laughs> you. I think there's a. I don't know if you guys know about your skin types. Like, how does your skin feel after you wash your face with water? Dry. Does it feel? Feels wet. Normal. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. After like the water comes, like after you dry your face, then it's dry. Yeah. Because I just dried it. Does it feel like tight the skin, or does it feel like normal, or does it's it feel normal? Whatever that is. That that means you have like the easiest type of skin to take care of. Which, so you're blessed. If oh, I, I'm not, I, I'm <laughs> you're not, naturally blessed. Yeah. And I'm really jealous. I've noticed that if you use certain types of like mm. like industrial tissue, like um the ones that they use the paper towels for your hands, like it makes it like super dry, feel like blowing your nose in them or something. Mm. Like around and that I just avoid them. Like I just use the ones in my regular like tissue packets. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I agree. So like, yeah. I just avoid them at all costs because I feel like they're, they're taking away something from my skin that like maybe the moisture in, in itself. Exactly. So I'm just avoiding that in general and I just try to make sure I'm yeah. moisturized. At least my face and my hands are moisturized throughout most of the day. Yeah. But if, as I said, like in summer, etc., I'd make sure my arms are covered in sunscreen. Mm. But when I was in San Francisco, yep. I remember like on the second last day, basically I was using sunscreen the entire time, but I didn't put it on my ears. Mm-mm. And then I saw my mate Baxter, who I was with, yeah, he was sunscreening up here because you were running late. Yeah. And he put it on his ears. And then I remember I put it on my ears. And then a few days later, I felt like the the sun the sunburn on my ears and I was like mm. fuck my life so yeah. I guess like we do it to protect from sunburn without realizing yeah but yeah I think that's another like um assumption that like brown people mm-hmm. don't um sunburn or yeah or they're somehow like protected from the sun <laughs> just because yeah. we have melanin and we can still get skin cancer yeah just as much as someone that's not brown so what do you think of like people who go on holiday and just sit there on the beach try and get a tan oh cringe (laughs) (laughs) as in like it's as in like fair enough it's for the aesthetic isn't it that's what most people do it like but it's not going to be good for you yeah in the Mm. long run in the long run if you do that a lot I think it's not going to be that good for you but yeah I guess if it's for the aesthetic then (laughs) Yeah, so one of my friends, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, one of my friends basically recently, she's starting up a startup. I don't know how far along it's going to be by the time this is out or anything, but like she mm-hmm. has like her own custom based on your skin type, your skin tone, mm-hmm. and everything. Like it's a custom product that you go through, right? And it gives you a custom Mm-mm. build of the product, and then they build it and send it to you. Yeah. Um. So um, maybe I'll save that for my shout out at the end, and I'll just link it there. But I'm not sure if it's actually like public or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the point this is out, or the point 
by this point where I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. You actually have a shout out. Yeah. So ready. <laughs> it was. I was going to shout something else out, but I feel like that's a more appropriate shout out. Like, yeah. to support our friends who are also in the startup life. Yeah. No, that so, sounds yeah. like a very good idea. Like, yeah, because everyone's skin is different. Like you said, yours is normal. Well, I, I think <laughs> like, it is because if it feels kind of like after you wash it and you let it dry and it's still like I've never dried it and been like, oh, something feels weird. Yeah. But maybe yeah, yeah. could I have just got used to this? Yeah. Mm. Like, well, could it have felt? Wait. So, what kind of things can you? Yeah. Wash, so, like, possible to feel. Um. So, certain skin types. So you can have normal skin types. So, mm. someone that it doesn't feel tight, like their skin doesn't feel tight after washing their face. Um. You can have the oily skin type. So, where like your T zone, which is like your forehead, your okay, nose, yeah. and your chin, like that area, can start getting kind of um oily, essentially. Mm. Um, and you can check that by like getting some tissue, blotting it on your face, and see if anything like comes on it. And, like, and mm. if it's got oil, you can see it, isn't it? Um, oily skin people have that on their cheeks as well, but other people just have it on their T zone. Dry skin people, their face just feels really tight, and you can sometimes even see like wrinkles. Like so, essentially, everyone's got a different type of skin, mm. different type of skin conditions, which are conditions are like acne. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosacea, like all these different things that aren't just your skin type, it's just something that you also have to address. And I think the app's a good idea because you probably can input in your skin type, like what mm-hmm. conditions that you want to target, like what you want to work on and stuff. And I'm not gonna give specifics because I don't yeah. I don't remember if it's like if it's like based on like certain allergies or I know yeah. it's like it's ba- only puts in certain products and for yeah. you, like what's the correct thing and yeah. then you can buy that product from them. Yeah, you can literally like cater but your I don't know if it's like contains like Avoiding this disease or whatever. Mm. I don't know if it. I don't know if it has that. Maybe it does. Yeah, we'll like find it, out soon, I guess. Yeah, I think you probably have to get like a dermatologist backing you <laughs> yeah. for that type of thing. But yeah, I like the idea because it caters to each person's skin, and that's it's like one of the best things you can do. Just yeah. because something works for you doesn't mean it will work for someone else. Yeah. So moisturizing. Do you moisturize? No. Definitely doesn't. <laughs> not not on a regular basis. Yeah, but you do sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. When do you? Like decide, oh, I want to go moisturize today. I don't know. Maybe if I feel like, I know I suddenly think, oh, my face feels bad. Yeah. Or my skin feels bad or something like mm. that. Yeah. So like, I think something that everyone could do is moisturize just despite your skin Or if skin I get type. like a spot or something, I'm like, oh, maybe I should moisturize. <laughs> you can, I think prevention is better than curing. <laughs> so if you moisturize mo- most of the time, because... Is um something called your skin barrier health. Okay. So that's just the health of your skin. And what a moisturizer does is essentially you should wet your skin, like wash your face, and then not dry it with tissue. You should just put the moisturizer straight on top while your skin's wet. And that kind of seals in the that's moisture. That's what I do. I, but I wow. don't, I, I do that just because it makes it well smoother. I'm actually impressed. No, oh that was God. accidental because I, yeah. I just, it's, I feel like it's easier to like distribute and like get it yeah. like right. When you have a bit of like moisture, so don't I say it's face. accidental. Just go with it, man. Well, I'm like you. I'm real, and I can own up to you know the. Truth. I literally just said I don't don't moisturize. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> I'm really gassed. Yeah, yeah, that's the um, proper way of doing it. Well, that's because like good to it know. like keeps the moisture in your skin. So what moisturizer mm-hmm. does it keeps it like trapped in your skin mm-hmm. as well. One thing you do right. Yeah, so <laughs> at least you got the moisturizing bit right. It's just mm-hmm. the sunscreen, and then I yeah. think you're good to go. Because I feel like for guys, it's mm-hmm. it's just like so long. One thing, <laughs> Isn't it? yeah. One thing I have the Especially. issues. Like I, although I don't have acne anymore, like at all. Like mm-hmm. when I was younger, I had a lot of acne, but then my nose, yeah. Mm. Like a lot of it, I still get acne on my nose. Mm. And like no matter how what I do, like I guess the stereotype of popping it or whatever, like. Mm. And 
it just doesn't go and it keeps coming back and it fucks my nose up here more and more so my nose is just out of madness right now like mm-hmm. uh, right now there's none actually none active act- at least acne on it but mm-hmm. um like usually here and there like i just start feeling it on my nose i'm like fuck my life yeah because i don't know how to make a stop at this point i've just accepted that my nose is just gonna get acne. yeah no that's like but what? it's not like the horrible acne that you see on people because mm-hmm. i said like i like to make sure as soon as you can potentially maybe like pop it and get clean it out mm-hmm. i do it because that's just I, quite, I don't like the idea of having it look nasty and like if you're looking at someone on a train it's like nasty you know what I mean yeah that's the thing like I think there's different um, like there's mild acne yours is probably mild then there's moderate and then there's severe isn't it so when it gets I think I'm, I had like moderate to severe at one point and that's when it starts getting to you because like you said it looks nasty like I, f- I, f- I can see it looks nasty so imagine what other people are thinking of me as well and it's like the first thing that people see is your kind of face and like we like to say like oh people don't judge how you look let's be yeah. real people do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't lie to yourself yeah <laughs> people judge you within like three seconds apparently like that's what mm-hmm. interviews like, people say yeah about I mean, we, we do it as well exactly yeah everyone does it so like it kind of does i think get to yeah. you um so that's when i think like, like i don't hold it against their personality i just i just i mm. just internally feel disgusting because i'm like a very hygienic i like to be very, very hygienic exactly yeah so like when i see that and like i see maybe you haven't like Mm. try to clean out yourself already like it just mm. makes me feel uncomfortable nearby and that's kind of a me issue but, mm. but like, I know I, others would feel like that as well like acne is not like a hygiene yeah. issue yeah it could be hormonal okay. so like it could be got like especially that's why teen acne is such a big thing mm-hmm. it could be like there's so many different factors it's not just it's, most of the time it's actually not to do with your like, yeah, yeah I don't I don't I don't wouldn't blame the hygiene it's just yeah. that I feel like maybe I, I, I know it's not that far I just like mm. I just internally I just get like yeah. it's just you associate yeah. I think like sports would I wouldn't say I associate with hygiene I just get like yeah. when I when know you have like really bad acne and mate mm. it's just like sometimes it can be discomforting mm. especially if you're all up close to it like in a London underground carriage <laughs> um, but mm. otherwise like I don't really I understand like oh you have acne it's fair it's gonna go away soon mm. hopefully yeah I would hope so yeah like it depends on the person like some people have it so severe like they have to take um, medications and stuff so there's stuff to control your hormones if it's hormonal there's like medicines for that um, like your GP can give you certain acne medication and stuff like you just got to find something that works for you I guess but it, it can be a long process yeah. I don't think I've sold my skin like it's just an ongoing thing it's just something I have to deal with but <laughs> yeah, one thing I've noticed that helps is using pseudo cream um, like oh. on the acne like it would help make it easier to like either pop or like Okay. Make it and also remove like scarring or no scarring also. Like you probably can't tell like what the yeah. it's meant to be like. Yeah. I think there would be quite a lot of scarring if I wasn't using pseudo cream when I was younger as well. Yeah, yeah. And like even on my nose, like there's not as much scarring as there could be. Because mm. I try to remember to pseudo cream it just before I go to sleep. Mm. And then that way I'm preventing like the scar or this nasty like look. Yeah. Making my nose even worse than it is. Yeah. But yeah. That's what you're I like not meant to pop it, but that's another. Oh, is that oh fuck. But it's like it's not hygienic. Like it dip- I, I, but I know loads of people do. But there is a hygienic way of popping things. Mm-hmm. So you meant to like sterilize a pin or something and then pop the spot like that, and then get like a Q-tip and then scoop out the gunk. <laughs> it sounds so nasty, oh, yeah, doesn't I've, it? I've read up about that. Yeah, like that's the hygienic way of doing mm-hmm. it. And I then, fucked it. Up, yeah. But like, um, what I find for if I have like spots like that mm-hmm. where you can pop it, there's something called um like pimple patches. So you, it's like a sticker. You just put the sticker on your fit wherever it is, and it sucks the gunk out overnight. Okay. And it's so satisfying, like when you put peel the sticker off, and you can see 
<laughs> the gunk and it's like not on your nose anymore or the nose ones are really face. tough to pop as well so like yeah um yeah i'm gonna have to what is pimple stickers i'll try yeah. them like one time i can link yeah. amazon <laughs> link to that. that's good because we're pimple using patches. the amazon affiliates links oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, think, it... I think we have to put a disclaimer out there Just <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> use a the link then we do yeah. get a percentage of the <laughs> last time we, um, we set up well, at least for myself it didn't actually i don't think we got anything mm. so you know uh, peak. Yeah, I've noticed like actually like Amazon stuff shag you when it comes to that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I found like other websites that are better, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not mention that, but Thank yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that was that was a really informative session. So, <laughs> if you need more advice, we'll probably post a couple of research links in the description. If you remember, if we don't, then just just add us on Twitter or Insta or something. <laughs> <laughs> At least up to you. <laughs> um, that would be for the interaction right there. And yeah, I guess now we can start rounding everything off. I mean, it's a good guess. So we have some fi- final quick fire questions. I Not quick fire. fire. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying quick fire. You got some final questions. I'm going to violate them. So first question is one song you could listen to forever. I, I had to think about it. For like, I apologize. I should have added that one. Hours or something. <laughs> <laughs> album's just as hard. Yeah. But yeah, I was willing for it. But you said you managed to find one, which was a shock because yeah. I don't know if I could find one. I don't know. Like, I'll probably change my mind like next week. But anyways, yeah. but like right now, when I when I did think about it, like I actually mentioned, so Kendrick, um, I'm a massive fan of him. So um, the song All Right by Kendrick, okay. I think that's a banger. It's not just a banger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you listen to it, you'll just be like, yeah, this is a tune. But it's so much more kind of more than that because it's got kind of... Um, I don't know if you know about the historical context, but I think he dropped it at the same time as the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. So it was like his kind of way of voicing his opinion about what's happening in police brutality in America. But like more than that, I think All Right is just one of those kind of um, motivational songs. Like whenever you go through anything kind of difficult in life, like just hearing it's going to be all right. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Like it's one of those songs, if you keep repeating, it kind of like, get um you kind of listen to it more pumps you up yeah it pumps you up it's like uh it's also kind of comforting as well at the same time so i'm gonna have to give it a listen because i don't know that kendrick song what oh no <laughs> After quoting kendrick. no way oh but yeah you're in trouble what <laughs> what do you mean i'm in trouble you've never listened to to Pim- a butterfly the album no i'm not that hardcore of a kendrick fan <gasps> but i do raise certain songs of his. all right it's like one of his biggest ones yeah well <sighs> Yeah. All right then, let's just move on. <laughs> wow, I'm so disappointed. Well, question two. <laughs> One piece of advice you would give to young you or anyone else? Oh god. Or oh, you written this down? Uh, Super prepared here. It's because I don't remember, but I think I have quite a few. I think the biggest one is like buy Amazon shares. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, um, let me talk serious now. Uh, I think reflection is underrated. So now, like, I try to do this daily habit, with, not daily, sorry, weekly habit. Um, I have this thing called a productivity planner. And, like, at the end of the week, um, it's got kind of reflection of the week, like, page. I think that's one of the best things I've, like, implemented into my life because I actually look back on what's happened and I can be like, oh, this was good. Like I can actually pat my back on this was good. 
but this I can improve on and I can try and actually implement that the week after. And if I don't do that kind of implement um kind of reflection every week, I can just it just all becomes it kind of becomes hazy and I don't think like any actionable kind of steps will be taken without yeah. the plan that I'm using now. So yeah, I think reflection is a good one. <laughs> if I could tell my younger self that <laughs> just to start from an earlier yeah, your age. I think it would have helped if I did that at a younger age. <laughs> nice. Well, a third question. This is a question we ask every guest. Mm. Is what has been your most memorable third wheeling experience, if any? <laughs> Whether that's you third wheeling someone or someone else third wheeling you. <laughs> we appreciate name drops as well. We're, we're looking for smoke. <laughs> um, it's funny because like, I think my most memorable one isn't me third wheeling it's just one of my friends third wheeling me and my ex but not just us two but like have you heard of something called ninth wheeling what <laughs> i mean i can guess, guess what it is guess guess i mean there's just mm -hmm. four couples there thank you and there's yep. one left over yes oh well, that's basically been outside so yeah, many i mean, I, I, <laughs> th I, I think name. i'm I don't think I've done ninth wheeling. I've done seventh wheeling. Oh, that's sure. close. Yeah, I don't oh, think I've done ninth. Ninth, okay. yeah. What did you think I said? You're like nine beating and not what? Ealing. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> okay. not the end. No, no. Ninth wheeling. Sorry, probably I didn't announce you. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't on, like on purpose or anything. It was just like one time in high school, we somehow arranged like, I don't know, some museum trip in sixth form for just chill day. And like each one of us basically had a boyfriend. And they were also all invited and then there was this one friend that just didn't have a boyfriend <laughs> and we were we didn't clock until we got to the actual museum and we were like Shh. big up that person exactly yeah, shout out <laughs> shout out <laughs> but I'm not I don't, I'm not I don't, yeah I don't we know. don't have to name the name yeah I don't I'm yeah. not gonna name her but <laughs> if yes. you're <still> listening <laughs> so like it was so funny because everyone else I think they were quite new couples so they were all kind of like touchy-feely and they were like you know uh, going off to like areas and you you can tell they were making out but like they thought we didn't know but I knew like we all knew what they were doing and stuff and then it was just me and my ex and we were quite like I don't know a bit more longer term I guess so we're way past that stage yeah honeymoon phase and then like um we were like the chillest of the couples I guess like the most uncoupled couple so she just stuck with us <laughs> And was like, what is my life? Da -da -da -da. Nah, yeah, she probably scanned the situation, <laughs> recognized, detected you guys as the couple to chill yeah, out with. Yeah, like, yeah. We're like, okay. And then I just felt so funny. It was just so funny when um we, we took a group photo. So she decided to like nominate herself as okay. a selfie person. <laughs> so there's this selfie smart. of her just holding it and there's just the couples. <laughs> in the group. Now that's smart. She had to do that. Otherwise, Every else? time I look at that photo, I die literally. Or well, she had to be the picture, for, like a person doing the pro just the normal picture. And like she captioned it on Insta, like ninth wheeling. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and that's, like, that's where the ninth wheel kind of concept came about. And we we were just every time she brings it up, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know how you did that, but ratings, <laughs> literally <laughs> ratings. <laughs> like, yeah, I think now we're on to the final stage, uh, which is shoutouts. We don't know if you have one prepared already. <laughs> um, but I guess I'll go first just in case you lot don't mm -mm. so the one I'll give it to is the skincare product one which is my, my good friend Yasmin mm -hmm. um, her product is actually called Base Plus I see it's called baseplus.co.uk but I'm not sure if the site's going to be active when this comes out I'm um, going to let her know that we gave her a shout out so <laughs> if we can make her drop the product beforehand mm 
writing that yeah, down. Good luck. <laughs> um, good luck with it. And yeah, next shout out. Uh, I'm going to shout out my blog. Uh, <laughs> at the time of recording this, I haven't actually written the article, but by the time it's released, you still haven't it's released out. it. <laughs> so hopefully this saying it now would give me a push to actually finish writing it. Mm-mm. Uh, I've just written a post or yeah, written a post on that's Hamish's food because he was too hungry. Shit. So I had to order midway through the podcast. I predicted this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did I not? Um, yeah, but it's a post on just some of the differences I've found between living in London, mm. in the UK and in San Francisco. Miracle. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I'll go for it. <laughs> My main shout out is to Tej. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> without him, I wouldn't be here. Technically. Okay. He's he's getting too much recognition. Like literally, I don't think I've ever gassed him up this much in my life. I'm not even going to lie. He's just always the kind of the butt of the jokes. <laughs> That's when we... Because he's shit. <laughs> but like, yeah, I will shout out my boy Tej. Because yeah, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him technically. Tej, now it's your turn to come on. So. <laughs> Stop blanking Hamish. Yeah. <laughs> on group chats. And... um Another shout out is so it's new now. I don't know how new it's going to be later oh. when this drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Summer Walker's album. So oh, you linked me this. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I thought it's really chill, old school R and B vibes, and okay, nice. I'm into that. So it's a bit nostalgic, like listening to that type of music again. So yeah, shout out Summer Walker. Album's called Over It. <laughs> we'll drop the link in the description as well with like the five other things we're showing. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on as a guest especially without knowing me and only knowing Hamish or meeting <laughs> Hamish on one occasion. It's fine. Like, so no, I think this has been a good episode. Hope people have enjoyed it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this inspires more people to come on with little, um, I guess, knowing either of us. Interactions, yeah. yeah. Like we're not, we're not pricks. We're not going to ruin your life no, on this. You guys are so easy to <laughs> talk to, man. Well, uh, yeah, if you're oh, listening you. and you do want to be a guest, uh, yeah, get in touch with us and we'll organize something. Check out our socials. If you like us, follow us. And yeah, see you soon. See ya. Bye. 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 <laughs>